Welcome to episode 9 of From the Front Porch, conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. Today, I'm interviewing the bookshelf's newest staffer, Sydney Webb. Sydney runs our social media accounts and helps coordinate our wonderful store events. So, let's get to it! Hi, Sydney! Hello. Welcome to my fake front porch. Hooray. <laughs> I was explaining last episode that we get some background noise, so this podcast is called From the Front Porch, but we sometimes have to record inside my living room. <laughs> so, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Um, you have a tough act to follow, because I will say Rebecca was a pro. As um, always. Last week, Rebecca, or the, I guess we recorded last week, but for you all, who knows? But the last episode featured Rebecca, our manager. We talked about books and movies. If you haven't listened to that episode, please feel free to go take a listen. Um, but today, I thought we would talk to Sydney about um, coming to the bookshelf and kind of give you some insight on what brings uh, people to a small town like Thomasville, Georgia. So, that being said, Sydney, why don't you tell us what brought you to Thomasville and then to the bookshelf? Hooray. Well, my husband, Eric Daniel, is a third-year medical student with Florida State University, and the last two years of medical school, they do interning, and so he got Archbold Hospital to be where he interns for the next two years. Okay, so, which actually, um, if you're not from Thomasville, Thomasville's a pretty small town, and people always ask, or a question we get a lot in the store, or that family members have asked me is, what brings people to Thomasville? And I feel like the top two answers are probably Archibald Hospital mm-hmm. and Flowers Bakery Ooh, yes. or Flowers Foods, um, which they do, I don't even know, baked goods, bread, bread, Twinkies. Lots of bread. <laughs> I don't know. Don't don't quote me on Twinkies. That's probably not <laughs> appropriate. Um, anyway, they it, the beautiful thing about Flowers is, though, that you can wake up in the morning and it smells like bread in our town. Or donuts. Yeah, which is delightful. Which is the only reason why I go for walks. Because it smells like donuts. <laughs> forget the exercise. Forget the benefits to your health. It smells like donuts outside. Yes. So that's what brought you to Thomasville. But I'm curious too. I don't even know the answer to this question. What brought you to the bookshelf? Well, <laughs> whenever Eric and I would travel to Thomasville, we always had to stop by the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And books are my most favorite thing in the whole wide world. I am an English major, so I'm just obsessed with books, so I thought I would turn in a resume and see where that took me, and it took me here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I'll tell you my version of that is that Sydney um, came into the store and asked if we were hiring, and our standard answer, my standard answer is always, well, no, no. (laughs) but always leave a resume. You can always leave a resume. And I say that because small business is weird. We can't afford a ton of people. Um, and that's just not, that's not just the bookshelf. I think that small businesses in general, um, don't have huge staffs. Um, but I do like to look at resumes just to see if somebody has the skills we might be looking for. And lo and behold, Sydney returned, which most people do not come back with their resumes. Now they're going so to. So if you're searching for a job, you should probably always bring back a resume. People are impressed by that. Um, so Sydney brought back a resume. And I think not only were you an English major, but you did a lot with communications Mm -hmm. and her previous job. Actually, go ahead and tell us about your previous job real quick. I was the assistant to college and youth at First Baptist Church of Tallahassee, where I ran their social media accounts, which is now what I do for the bookshelf. 
and just pretty much helped plan events, helped with budgeting, and just did whatever was needed, which could be very random. (laughs) (laughs) What a lovely job. That's what makes you perfect for the bookshelf, because you do a lot of random odd tasks at the bookshelf, too. But I saw that on her resume, and at the time, my background is in journalism and communications, and I love... I won't say I love social media, that's not true, but I I <laughs> like creating a voice for the bookshelf, mm-hmm. and I like writing blog posts and interacting with customers via social media, but it was becoming an overwhelming task, mm-hmm. and when you run or own or co-own or manage a small business, you realize that sometimes you just need help doing these extra tasks, and social media has become a huge part of small businesses and ways that we get customers in the door, but it was becoming something that I kept having to put on the back burner. So it was an important task, but one I wasn't having the time to do. So Sydney's resume had this information, and I thought, hello, maybe this will work. And then I will have to tell you a funny story that I don't know if I've told you. So I called Sydney for an interview, I think, and set it up for a Monday, which is typically my day off. And Monday rolled around, and I forgot just forgot. Didn't even <laughs> remember. Yes. And I I have only hired a few people and I always want to present myself as a professional and I want to have I want to be prepared, but no one in school or in real life ever teaches you how to be the interviewer. You are frequently Uh, taught how to dress, how to act for interviews, but no one tells you how to run one. No. (laughs) So I I did not know how to run an interview, but I had, for another hire, I had looked up some things, but that had been like a year ago. So literally at at probably 15 minutes until I was supposed to meet you, I looked in my planner and realized I was supposed to meet you, and I was so devastated because I didn't have my employee handbook printed out, and then my printer jammed. I didn't have, like, I don't even know if I had showered that day. Like, it was just one of those things, and I was like, great, I'm not showing my professional self, and I ran over the beauty of a small town. I literally ran over to Grassroots, and there she sat, and I pretty much made up my way through that entire process. Yes. And I'm pretty sure set up a second interview with you, both because I was impressed, but also because I felt like I needed a (laughs) do-over when I actually had my act together. So I thought that was very, um, very funny. Yes, that's awesome. Um, Okay, so that's what brought you to Thomasville, to the bookshelf. Um, How did your work as a youth intern and a college intern and a college ministry leader help you, how do you think that helped prepare you for tasks at the bookshelf? Because those are two seemingly different things. Ministry Very and, true. and a small independent bookstore. Very true. But small independent, I see very much the same in the fact that it's completely local based, so it's completely mm-hmm. people based. Mm-hmm. So that's the aspect that I love. And it very much is a ministry, like remembering your customers, being mm-hmm. able to love on them, and they really do become a part of your family very mm-hmm. quickly and very easily. Um, my favorite thing is when a customer comes in and then they know my name. Yes. I don't know. That's my favorite thing. Or they go to our shelves to see what we've been reading lately. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. You're I like true. It. I had not, you know, I had not thought about that too much. So, um, we had a book signing last Friday. We had a huge, uh, soup night. So we're recording this a week after our big soup night, which was super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the authors that came for a book signing that day said, you know, I just want you to know, I think you guys have a ministry here. And I thought that was so sweet of her to say. And um, even if you're not a faithful person, I think you can understand the concept of 
um, using a using your business or using your livelihood to make other people happy yeah. or to bring good news to somebody. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's kind of universal whether you're a faith, faithful person or a church-going person or not. Um, so yeah, I can see how that would prepare prepare you for this job. Indeed. And probably if your church in Tallahassee was anything like my church in Tallahassee, churches sometimes are just small businesses because they've got these weird budgets they have. Like, I don't know. I just feel some similarities. In fact, sometimes I say that what prepared me most for the quirky, I don't know, church, if you go to church, you know church members are opinionated. Yes. Well, book customers can be opinionated. Indeed. And I think one of the things that prepared me for owning and managing the bookshelf is I spent, you know, 25 years of my life at the same church and having to grow accustomed to the quirks that come with that, (laughs) for lack of a nicer (laughs) word. Um, But, you know, I think there are similarities to Mm -hmm. working in church work. There's patience. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Lots of patience. Yes. Same with the bookshelf sometimes. Yeah. Not all the time, but occasionally. Yes. Occasionally we get some, we get some tough, tough nuts to crack. Um, So... Now let's get to some booky questions, which is really what I want to know. Hooray. Um, what is your favorite thing about a good book? Ooh. Favorite thing. Um, I'm going to say books that completely, like, entrap you, like, into the world. You are just completely, you're in it. And you start acting and feeling the way the characters act and feel, which my husband does not like if the character is in a bad mood. <laughs> I am therefore in a bad mood. <laughs> But that is okay. That is my favorite. So you live and breathe with the characters. Yes, a little bit too much, but yeah. <laughs> it affects you. It does. Yeah, I love books. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. You're in the right place. This is good. <laughs> Who is your favorite author? Ooh, children's author Ronald Dahl. Oh, love him. He was my favorite. Okay, so what's your favorite Roald Dahl book? Uh, the first one that comes to mind is SEO Trot. And it's actually tortoise backwards. Oh. And it's the story of a man who loves this woman who has this tortoise. And the only way he can talk to her is by proving to her that um, he has, like, a medicine that makes the tortoise grow. But he's actually just exchanging them every single day. And so oh. his apartment is full of turtles. But it was such a cute little love story. And so oh, fun. Oh, that's sweet. I don't think I've ever even heard of that one. Oh, it's really short, but it's really good. Okay, I'll have to remember that. What about your favorite adult book? Ooh. Or young adult, I guess, I suppose. Mm. Favorite book or favorite author? Oh, no. Ooh, author. Go with author. Oh, favorite no. book is hard. Oh, no. Young adult, possibly Scott Westerfield because of his series, The Uglies, The Pretties, The Extras, and The Specials. Okay. Loved that. And then adult, that is a very difficult question. I don't know. All of them. All of them. (laughs) Well, I got some of these questions from the Thomasville Townie, which I will put a link in the show notes to the Thomasville Townie. That is our downtown. Actually, I guess it covers more than just downtown. Um, But it's a newspaper Mm -hmm. that keeps people up to speed on, I don't know, what's going on downtown, small businesses, uh, town festivals, that kind of thing. It's a free newspaper. It's wonderful. Um, so I'll put a link in the show notes. But they did a staffer interview with me because I write a book column for them. And one of the questions Denise, a writer for the townie, asked me was, 
who is your favorite author and I think what is your favorite book which those are standard book lover questions like I'm sure she was thinking this should be easy peasy nope. what people don't know is that is not easy that's essentially like asking who's your favorite child like <laughs> <laughs> I don't have children but I'm gonna assume that's the basic yeah the basic response like what do you mean who's my favorite child because you love them all hopefully <laughs> you love them all differently and for different reasons <laughs> right um so I had a hard time with these questions too. So feel that's good. Yeah, don't, I'm not failing. No, right now. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. <laughs> um, okay, so those are some of your favorite books. I'm really intrigued by the Roald Dahl, and I've never read that. So so good. He is so fun. All right, it's your day off work. Mm. What do you do? Oh, embarrassingly, I sit on my couch with a book and a cup of Earl Grey tea with honey, mm. and I read. Do you really? I do. That is really what you I do. I do not clean my house. Okay. I do not. I read. I do not go anywhere. It's bad. Thoughts are What fine. are you reading right now? Ooh. Stephanie Nielsen's. Oh. Yeah. Heaven, Heaven is, was. Heaven is Heaven here. Heaven is here. Yeah. Sorry. I just loaned it to her. <laughs> That's why we're looking at each other like, oh yeah, I did just loan you that. Because, yes. so Stephanie Nielsen is a, I don't know, mommy blogger, would you yeah. say? Yeah. Mommy blogger. Um, but I was, but she went through this very traumatic plane crash and I have been familiar with Stephanie's blog for years and years. Her book came out a couple years ago. My friend bought me a copy. Um, and it kind of tells her story about how Mm -hmm. she heals and comes back from this traumatic event. Um, but I got Sydney kind of hooked on her blog and so. It's really powerful. Yeah, it is a powerful story. Uh, okay, so that's what you do on your day off. Although, I will say we are recording this on a day when Sydney may be called away at any moment to the birth of her new niece or nephew. We're not even sure. We do not know. <laughs> so excited. So that is what you might be doing on your afternoon off today. This is probably true, hopefully. And why don't you tell our lovely listeners, you aren't just going as the new aunt in the family. No. What will you be potentially doing? As the photographer. (laughs) Here's hoping I do not pass out. My husband is quite worried (laughs) because unlike him, I do not handle blood and all the medicine aspects of life very well. (laughs) But that is okay. So this could be interesting. So Cindy does, um, sometimes if you follow our Instagram or our Facebook, um, our Instagram photos are of course taken by her, but she also photographs our events. And so yes. we have been able through some major events we've had in town recently, like our one book program. Cindy kind of was the event photographer for those, so she's very talented. Oh, I thank you. And and now potentially a birth photographer. Photographer. Oh, here's hoping. <laughs> you never know. You might get lots of calls after this to to photograph their babies' births. Call away. <laughs> Not at two a.m. All right, this is the tough question I think you said you didn't know how you were going to answer. Oh, no. Describe yourself in three words. Well, I'm going to use my husband's description when I asked him because (laughs) I do not know. (laughs) And he said, instead of three words, three letters. And he said ADD, (laughs) which is quite true. (laughs) So. So what does that mean? What? I can, I don't know. I feel like. I don't know. You work with me almost every day. You work a lot. We work a lot in the store together. We do. So, yeah, yeah, we're together often. Um, So tell me what ADD means to you, aside from attention deficit disorder. Thoughts. Just ping-ponging around constantly. Okay. Lots of songs in my head going. Right. Lots. So lots of things happening just, in that brain of yours. Just a lot. Which is probably, <laughs> honestly, why you're good at social media, because I feel like social media is ADD. Oh my. It, Twitter, yes. Yeah, like yes. things happening all the time. So many things. I would also add to that list, unlike Eric, that's not what first came to mind. <laughs> um, 
I would say Rebecca and I both have talked about how you add, um, well, I hope Rebecca and I are friendly, but you add a really friendly presence <laughs> to the bookstore. I mean, I hope Rebecca and I are friendly, but I also you think are. we're relatively serious people. Not that you're not a serious person, <laughs> but I think you do add an element of um, outgoing, like an oh, outgoing wow. presence in the store. I like it. Um, I'll take it. Yeah, you interact with customers really well. I feel like I am really great at books, and I am really good at recommending books and talking booky things. I think Rebecca is very similar. Yes. Um, but very I think you are really good at just interacting with customers really on any level, um, which is nice. It's a good presence to have um, because, yes, we're a bookstore, but we also have – you can't just be introverted all the time in the bookshelf. We're a retail space. Very sure. Um, so it's important to have that aspect. And I think you have brought that to the source. So I would say outgoing. I think, too, when I very first hired you, I asked or I talked to you about how your previous employer would describe you. Ooh. And I think you had said that they said you were like the sunshine of the office. You used some phrase. And I thought about that and I was like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Like, Oh, yes. A few people called me sunshine. Yeah. And I thought, <laughs> okay, I get that. Now that I've worked with you for, uh, when did I hire you? When did, we, when did you August? come on board? Okay. So for a few months. August. Um, and I think I definitely see that now. I totally get that description. Um, you definitely add that vibe to the bookshelf. Yay. Good for you. Uh, um, so what is your favorite part you've been here a few months what's your favorite part about working in the bookshelf you mentioned Ooh. customers I was going to say yeah being in the store actually talking with people mm-hmm. I do love it though when it's crazy busy and normally Annie and Rebecca will be the ones checking you out at the counter because they're much quicker with the computer than I am <laughs> yes that is okay I'm learning still that's even right. though I've been here for four months <laughs> but that's okay that's all right But, yeah, and I love being able to ping pong back and forth to all the different customers and asking, like, do you need anything? Because that's the time that people actually tell me what they need, and I love that, and getting able to talk about birthday gifts, Christmas gifts, what they're reading, so. That's true. I think, um, in fact, now we're entering this fourth quarter, so I would never have known, but retail seasons or years are divided into quarters, Ah. and um, the fourth quarter is not only the busiest quarter, but for a small business, that's really when you make your most money. In fact, I think the statistic is, and I'm not sure how true it is for the bookshelf, but in small business, 80% of your profits and money-making comes from um, October through December. Wow. Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. Um, But if you work in a retail store, you know that that's true because already we can see an increase. So we're recording this mid-November. Um, we are already seeing an increase in holiday or mm-hmm. weekend sales, lots of holiday purchases. Um, and for a couple of Saturdays now, so Cindy has been coming in on Saturdays to help me and Rebecca because, you know, volume has increased, traffic has increased. And I have loved these really there have been a couple of Saturdays where it has been swamped in the stores. And we have, at the bookshelf, we have one register. Um, so you're right. Rebecca and I are typically manning the register, doing bags. Um, and you can only ring up one customer at a time. Mm-hmm. So it's you really need somebody else kind of interacting with customers, making sure they're happy, making sure they're finding what they need. And unlike during the week, I feel like during the week when we interact with customers, it's very much 
do you need any help? And the answer is generally, oh, no, I'm just browsing. Or, oh, mm -hmm. no, I'm just looking. Or they're regulars who really know what they're looking for yeah. and maybe are just in to visit a little or whatever. But on Saturdays and as we approach the holidays, I feel like, yes, now you ask people what they're looking for and they have an answer for you. Yes, they do. <laughs> and you better be ready with your answer. <laughs> so um, I think that – I do think that's really fun. I think it can be mm -hmm. stressful. Um but there's also like an adrenaline. Oh yeah, to it. Mm -hmm. um, Being an extrovert, I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah, you probably can handle it us. really well. Um, you probably go home so energized, and the rest of us go I home exhausted. <laughs> Eric cares all about my day. Oh, how fun! That's so nice, Jordan. I'm very quiet. When Jordan asked me how my day was, like I'll start off with nothing, and then as I warm up to oh, the evening yeah. and gain my energy back, I can tell him all about it. Um. Yeah, very weird. Uh, weirdest part of living in a small town. What is your What is the weirdest part about living? Weirdest in a small town? part. So sorry. Yeah. Um, weirdest part probably whenever you go somewhere, you see someone you know, and it is the weirdest thing in the world. Always. Because really. Tallahassee, yeah, you could just run to really anywhere, the mall even, and mm -hmm. you will see absolutely no one. Mm -hmm. And here, no, no. That doesn't happen. I don't think at all. I think no. I always, in fact confession. I went to Walmart yesterday. I hate Walmart. No offense. <laughs> no offense to Walmart employees or Walmart patrons. I just, it's very overwhelming to me. But I go there because in Thomasville, there aren't a lot of options for big box stores or things like that. And so when we need store supplies, there's no Sam's or Costco or uh, there's not even a Target here. So I went to Walmart. Uh, I went to Walmart yesterday and I saw someone, like a customer, I saw a store customer in the, in Walmart, and I specifically, I felt like Meg Ryan and You've Got Mail, where she's avoiding oh, Joe Fox yes. at all costs, and I like spun my card around, and like, and not that I even <laughs> thought that customer, I don't even know if that customer would have spoken to me, but I just thought, oh, I can't right now, like I can't, I can't handle oh, that right yes. now. Um, but you truly do, I didn't think it would be true, but you, you definitely see someone you know mm -hmm. everywhere you go. And it might not be like, you might not see someone you know very well, but you definitely yes. see people you recognize. Oh, yeah. Everywhere you go. And we should say, too, so where did you move to Thomasville from? You came here. Oh, from Tallahassee. And before that? Before that, Tampa, Florida. Okay. Don't know why that took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you were from. So. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are significantly larger cities yes. than Thomasville. And even, I grew up in Tallahassee. Um... And yes, occasionally, like if you live and work and everything on the same side of town, you might run into people you know. Mm -hmm. um, but so sometimes Tallahassee has a small town feel. I feel like if you've lived there a long time, but not anything like this. Yes. Just like I'm sure there are some listeners. So Thomasville, I believe the population is around 22,000. Um, but I would never have been able to tell you 22,000. No, that seems like a lot. Right. It does not feel that large here to yeah. me. Um, and I'm sure that's including, like, so many people in Thomasville live in the country. <laughs> oh, very And true. live outside the city limits, that's probably. True. So maybe that maybe that's what's making that mm. population bump. But, um, but yeah, you run into people. Uh, in fact, another little anecdote. Jordan and I were walking. We like to walk in the evenings. And it's getting dark earlier here. Yes, it is. Um, which is either lovely or depressing, depending on which, which camp you fall in. Depressing. Uh, <laughs> depressing. I think... I think it's a little depressing, except it's so cozy. It is cozy. Um, and I do feel like I have won at time. Like, I feel like, 
like I get home and it feels like it's eleven o'clock. That's true. But it's really six p.m. That is nice. And all of a sudden, I feel like what I just gained four hours of time. <laughs> like I just feel like I won. Um, but Jordan and I are walking. And it's dark outside, and um, uh, <laughs> we walk by this person's house, and she walks out of her front porch. And this isn't funny. This is actually scary. But she, um, she thought someone had been at her house in her backyard. Oh. And she was she was wondering if we had seen anyone on our walk and that kind of thing. But what was kind of funny was the first thing, she walked outside her front door and she asked us to stop. And so we turn around and she goes, oh, you're from the bookshelf, aren't you? Oh, <laughs> and, so, and so it was, Jordan was so impressed. He was like, Annie, we've made it. Like, <laughs> we've made it. We've done it. So that's it. Um, that was, that's pretty fun. But I, <laughs> I would have to agree with you that one of the weirdest things about small town life uh, yes. is being recognized. Um, and it's not just because I work at the bookshelf. I just feel like it's the familiarity of small town life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the weirdest thing. What do you think yes. the best part of living in a small town is? Oh, no. I think it's the same thing. Oh, you extrovert. I you. know. <laughs> I love it. And I think working downtown has significantly helped. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we live in housing provided by the hospital. Thank you, Archbold, <laughs> right now. And um, a few of the people who live there haven't really grown to love Thomasville as much as Eric and I have. Like, Eric and I definitely want to move back here after his residency. We just love it so much. But a few people haven't liked it because they haven't really met a lot of people. Or mm-hmm. it's it's hard if you're just at the hospital all yeah. the time. So And I could totally see that because yeah. um, even I... So the downside for me is just that I'm literally at the bookshelf, like, all the time. Yeah. I'm just now getting to the point where I might be able to venture over to Grassroots or I might be able to go across the street to Relish. And actually, we'll put some links to some of these fun other shops in Thomasville if you are not a Thomasvillian and you're curious what we've got in our downtown. So Um, much. Yeah, there's so... It really feels kind of big city downtown. (laughs) At least big city to me. Um, (laughs) Which is relative. I've never lived in a big city. But um, really some neat restaurants, a great coffee shop, fun shops. So... But I'm just now getting to the point where I'm trying to get out a little more because I feel like when I very first started at the bookshelf, I was so overwhelmed with bookstore responsibilities that I didn't get to know other business owners. And so I've joined the Chamber of Commerce. Like, that's helping. And I feel like I'm interacting. The other night, Jordan and I went to Sweetgrass Dairy, which is a lovely little cheese and wine shop in Thomasville. And we sat down for appetizers and drinks, and we knew people at two or three different tables and that was super fun that is but fun. we never would I don't know that we ever would have done that if a the bookshelf didn't introduce me to some of these folks mm-hmm. or b we didn't go downtown I think if you don't go downtown Thomasville is probably a very different experience for you yeah um so which which if you are from Thomasville come downtown so many fun things are happening agreed um and the bookshelf would love to see you yes come say hello so this is my okay I get for some reason I'm I'm being asked this question frequently lately and I kind of loathe it but oh. where do you see yourself in five years I feel like oh. that's a job interview question oh hello hello big ginormous question mark yeah <laughs> <laughs> so with Eric being in his third year right now of medical school 
we will have residency after this, which he's looking at going to a surgery residency, and we have no idea where we will go. The mm-hmm. residency will choose him, so we could go anywhere. Does he get to give, like, a list? Yes, he will rank them. Okay. And then the residency programs will rank him, and then a computer will do everything. So our fate is in technology's hand. Oh, Terrifying. That is terrifying. It is. But that is okay. Well, it'll be an adventure. How long is residency? The one he is looking at, I believe, is five years. Surgery's five years. I'm not sure if he'll have to do a fellowship after that, which will be an additional two to three years. But that is okay, because... We did not choose Thomasville. Thomasville chose us. Okay, I didn't know that. And we have loved it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, then we will just see where you are in five years. I was going to say, that's the beauty of it. We know we will go wherever God has led us, so it will be perfect. It will be. And if Thomasville worked out, then I'm sure the next one will work out just fine. We love Thomasville. And adventure. I do think that's kind of fun. Yes. Um... I also, if you're a planner, kind of a nightmare, but <laughs> very terrifying, <laughs> but kind of fun too. That is okay. Okay. So those were the questions I emailed Sydney in advance because Sydney was a little, you were nervous. Don't judge me. <laughs> you were a little nervous about the podcast. Yes. So um, those were the questions I emailed her in advance. Now let's have the lightning round. Oh, good Lord. Okay. So I'm going to read a sentence and you have to like quickly finish it. Okay. Okay. So this is g- gut impulse. <laughs> All right, are you ready? No, but let's go. One thing you read every single day is... My Bible. The first section I walk to in the bookshelf is... Classics. The thing I love most about the internet is... Facebook. (laughs) The thing I like least about the internet is... Uh, When it's slow. That's not even a bird. Dial up, not for you. No. (laughs) If I got two uninterrupted hours to do anything I wanted, I would... Read. The book or books I'm always recommending to others are... Oh, no. That's not a lightning round question. (laughs) Um, Any classic? I don't know. You do recommend classics. I do. You do. I love them. Um, Three books in your to-read stack right now. Ooh, The Maze Runner and all of its sequels, definitely. Okay. Um, a one advanced reader copy, The Lacey Eye. Oh, that looked That's, good. It did look good. So okay. keep an eye out for that 10-second book review. <laughs> and what else? I have a huge entire line on my bookshelf. Of, like, your cue? To read, yes. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I have never read Anne of Green Gables, and I really want oh to. Oh my gosh! I know. Don't judge me. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> S- um, I was about to say Sydney. Rebecca said the same thing. I don't understand how you guys missed these. I don't know. I need to read have them. Have you though. read the? Uh, have you seen the films? No. I have you a rule. You have to read it before you see it. So therefore, it's going to be a while before I ever see Les Misérables. Oh, oh, you know that. That's a big book. Oh, and that is Jordan's favorite. Jordan Jones, my husband, has favorite musicals. True story. He's very well-rounded. He is. Um, He is. Because I don't know that people would be able to guess that he has favorite musicals. And that is his favorite musical. It's one of his favorite movies. And um, Jordan likes to say he's he's tough. Like, he's... um, Stone Cold. Like, he's an ENTJ. So we're big into MBTI results at our house. And he's an ENTJ. And he likes to say he's tough-minded. And sure, I get that. He's tough-minded. He's also a little softer than he would like anyone to know. But, like, I feel like he's a very kind-hearted person. But 
he doesn't cry very often, but he will admit to you that Lamez makes him cry like Ooh. every time. He loves it. It's a very beautiful story. I need to read it. Um, okay, so I okay, yes, Anna Green Gables. And it would be such a lovely thing to read. For some reason, I so I associate a lot of books with seasons, and I totally interrupted Lightning Round. Oh, that's but, okay. <laughs> but I but I think um, Anne should be read in the spring. Ooh, and Tosak's going to be oh. Oh. featuring it. I'm not sure when, though. If it's the spring. I think it is, it is the spring. It is spring. Tosak, let me just tell you, because that was a weird acronym. It to- is. Tosak is our Thomasville on staging company. We'll put a link in the show notes in case you're interested. Um, it's our theater um, production group or yeah. theater, our downtown theater. And they do different stage productions. So and talented. They are talented. And, um... They will be performing Anne of Green Gables this spring. You're right. So I need to read it. You definitely need to read Have it. Have to now. We're secretly, actually, uh, Tosak, if you're listening, just anyone from Tosak, if you're listening, um, we want Rebecca, our manager, to star as Anne Shirley. She would be perfect. She's... And I've never read the book, so. <laughs> well, I think she'd be perfect. Um, she does need red hair, but. but oh, she can dye it. Yeah, but otherwise she would Sorry, be perfect. Rebecca. Yeah. Okay, so those are the books in your to-read stack. Weirdest thing a customer has ever said to you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is there such thing as vegan cheese? That was maybe the weirdest, just because it threw me for a loop. I have no idea. I don't either. Uh, That that is very weird. I said yes, if you're wondering. (laughs) The last time you laughed. Just All the time? (laughs) I laugh way too often. When things are awkward, serious, I laugh. Yes, that's so, okay. So just a minute ago. Yes. The last time you cried? Um, oh man. Okay, so my husband and I are rewatching Downton Abbey, and I will not share, but when someone dies <laughs> in season three, giving birth. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so terrible. I boohoo cry and all I just feel my husband just glancing at me and start laughing and it's terrible. Did you see <sighs> this is this is real life, so Downton is at least fiction. But this big thing making waves on the internet this week, um, this woman went in to, I don't even know if I should tell you, this woman oh, no. went in to, uh, to give birth. Oh, no, no. She didn't go in to give birth. Oh, yes. Something, I saw this. Okay, Ugh. something was wrong. And so she went in for like an emergency C-section. So something had gone awry. Yes. And she passed away. And then the the dad like yeah. sings Blackbird to his little boy. It's so beautiful. Did and you then watch his it? Little boy dies. Yes, yeah, and the little boy dies, which Ugh. is tragic. Very tragic. We'll put a link to the news article in the show notes, but it is very touching I, story. It is a touching story. I did not watch the video. I it just made me too. I couldn't do it. It just made me too sad. So I did not watch the video, but I will link to the article in the in the video if you're so inclined. The next thing you want to learn. Ooh. I know. That's not fun, but I'm, I love learning. Oh, man. This is a terrible lightning round right now. That is okay. The next few are easier. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I started seminary, and mm-hmm. I put it on pause right now to fo- to allow my husband to focus on his med school, and just I'm a very stressed out person, or can be. So I'm putting it on pause. So I'm going to say to finish that that will be the next thing That'll to be, learn. Yeah, that's a good that's a good answer. Maybe oh, during residency. Oh uh, yeah, because he'll be so big. Well, this is I just read some blogs. I read two blogs. They're terrific. Um, of doctors of medical students' wives. Maybe I'll tell them. Well, I'll tell them right now. One of them, I believe, is Kate Bear. I think her husband's in medical school. Maybe not. Camp Patton. 
Ooh. Um, that's a fun blog. And I know her husband's in medical school or residency. And then um, Becoming Jolie, I think. That's a fun blog. Do you read that? Oh, okay. No, I don't. Well, I'll link, we'll link to those in the show notes. Those are fun if you, like Sydney, are experiencing medical school right alongside a spouse. I think um, I think those are fun blogs to read. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, I mean, I like them, and I <laughs> and I have no... I need to read them. I have I'll nothing. Read them. Eric Daniel does a great job, though, of medical school. And he's being smart. Very good. He's crazy smart. He's very smart. He barely studies, and he makes such good grades. Uh, he's a genius. Yeah, he's a smart guy. He'll be a good doctor. He will be a good doctor. I think he'll have good bedside manner, too. He will. Yeah, mm. which is important. Not everybody will. He's great. All right. Ketchup or mayonnaise? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that's easy. That's not easy. That is so I'm easy. to say mayonnaise. Okay, that's what I would say. It would be gross. I hate ketchup. Oh, okay. Yeah. Introvert or extrovert? Oh, easy. Extrovert. <laughs> Beach or mountains? Mountains. Ooh. Fiction or nonfiction? Fiction. Heels or flats? Flats. <laughs> My husband is quite short, like myself, and so I'm a flats person. Flats it is. And my feet are more happy. That's right. I bet people who wear flats, I think their feet will be better looking in the wrong, yes. long run as well. We're, we're happier people. All right. That was it, Sydney. Hooray. Well done. I okay. survived. That's right. She survived. So, again, this was an interview with Sydney Webb. Um, she does our social media, and that includes Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, So I will close out today by reminding you um, to, as always, find us at bookshelfthomasville.com. That's where you can find episodes of the podcast, though we are also now officially on iTunes, which is very exciting. Um, But if you'd like to follow along the Bookshelf story, we also are on Facebook under Bookshelf Thomasville. And then you can follow us on Instagram at bookshelftville, T-V-I-L-L-E, and Instagram at bookshelftville, T-V-I-L-L-E. Lots of fun things like 10-second book reviews, um, product photos, and fun things like that. So we hope to find you on social media. Thanks so much, Sydney, and we will see you guys next time.